Welcome to Good News Updates with Living Compassion. I'm pleased to be joined this afternoon by Anne, who is here to speak with us about the practice principle, Leave No Trace. Welcome, Anne. Hey, Jen. Hey, nothing like the spirit of repetition. That was the third time I had said that. (laughs) (laughs) I was wondering what was going on. (laughs) So so one of the, um, so Leave No Trace, uh, amazing practice principle was featured in some recent um, newsletter articles inspiring some folks to look at what does that look like in our kind of everyday lives um, in terms of practicing with that. So thank you for being with us this afternoon to talk about how you practice with that in your daily life. Oh, well, thank you. I I mean, I just keep on looking at it and there's more and more and more and more. It's just huge. Huge. Yeah. So what have you seen? Oh, my. Oh, my. Well, I was really moved by um, uh, the story in um, uh, the monastery newsletter about the um, uh, sieve, or I I can't even remember what it was. It was some kind of um, uh, mesh web sieve, a strainer. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, like a net to get debris yeah out of yeah it, uh-huh. it was kind of broken and it was like oh well we'll just throw this away and then the, the guidance came back we'll look to see if you can repair it and I just thought I mean I that just really hit me because I was just looking to see how we live in such a um a throwaway society and to um I mean a long time ago I, I have gotten the thing of you know if there's a bug you take it outside you don't smash it you know the, just the the um the unconsciousness that is um that we humans tend to have towards critters and things. But, I, you know, to expand that care to include things other than just care, carrying out a bug from inside, it's just, it's just profound. Yeah. And really, truly speaks quite practically and directly to leave no trace, doesn't it? You know, we're living in a world right now that where we as human beings have left quite a trace and so, uh, you know, bringing that, that awareness, that conscious, that conscious, compassionate awareness to, okay, is this actually at the end of its life cycle? Or is there, you know, in, that, in right. the case of the article, there was that. Or do we break out the sewing machine and make a couple, a tuck here and a tuck there, and we're back in business? Yeah. Yeah, and on the other end of that, I, I've um, been in a situation where I'm, uh, I've moved and I needed some things and I... And I realized, well, I don't have to go buy something. I, in this particular case, I needed uh, to prop something up and I, outside, and I thought, oh, my heavens, I can just use rocks. There's rocks all over the place. But, you know, there's, there's, of course, a thing made that you can go buy to do that. And it was like, wow. I mean, how much of, um, you know, how, how things can be simple and you can use what's available. I can use what's available. Um, so there's there's both sides, you know, taking care of something before it's at the end of its life, and do I really need to get another thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And is there something in the environment that works beautifully and perfectly for that? And in that exactly. process, the content is taken care of, and I project everything else is taken care of, right? We're so well cared for in that process, yeah. you know, because yeah. our attention is on that, is on conscious compassion awareness. The things around us are taken care of, you know. Yeah, and then there was the other article about, um, uh, you know, not not 
uh, leaving a trace in terms of personality, in terms of ego, which, I mean, so I, those, that's why I say it's huge because there's just so much to look at. And I was in this situation the other day where someone snapped at me very uncharacteristically. And I was yeah. able to just watch my reaction internally. And I just stood there and breathed. And it was like, it was a phenomenal experience because, of course, internally there's a snap back. And I didn't have to participate in that. And it was so monumental. It is so monumental. Wow. And that being another, as you say, leave no trace is so wide, so broad in terms of what it applies to. And in this case, you know, someone snaps at you, you feel that internal snap back, but it's available to you metaphorically not to leave that ego trace but instead to just yeah. simply breathe and stay here in the present. Yeah, and uh, I, I feel like I'm jumping around, because that, that in and of itself, I mean, I feel like we could talk about that for an hour. Oh, exactly. <laughs> yeah. but the, the other thing that I had a memory come up as I was looking at this, where when I was a little girl, I used to love to bake. And um, I remember feeling really sorry for the flour that got, um, get that you know got spilt on the floor or didn't get used or what you know or you, you're scraping out the bowl and I think wow it made it all the way here and then it didn't get to and you know in my mind it was my little girl mind fulfill its purpose you know to become whatever it was going to become in the baking and I realized that it's kind of back to that mending of that that sieve of it's not that I want to get everything out of the bowl because I want it. It's, yeah. it's like I want to respect all the ingredients and what it took for all of those ingredients to get here and really yeah. care for them and value, in a weird sort of way, or maybe not weird, value their contribution. Yeah, uh, completely. It's funny. I, I remember very much similar, very similar things. And it's just so, it's one of those things where, you know, it's so, quote, natural, right, which is why it would be yeah. so, why kids would think that way, to care for yeah. everything around us. And as you say, you know, then there's yeah. that sort of, it gets taken over, like, okay, I want to get as much as I can get out of the bowl, and I want to, but that's the original impulse is one of deep care and wanting to respect and take care of each of those ingredients. Yes. Yes, it's almost like it's almost like as a child I saw that flower as a living thing, um, yeah. and and what what a beautiful way to relate to, to you know. And we lose that as we you know get conditioned, and yeah. and then it's you know well I'm the only one who matters, or humans. Well, even even from a conditioned perspective, other humans aren't being, aren't, don't matter because if you snap at me, I'm going to snap back at you. Um, but to ju- to 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 have that level of care for everything is just profound. It is profound. To have that level of care for everything is so profound. And as you were saying that, Anne, it's just so clear, isn't it, that the, you know, when we're leaving no trace, it really is no trace of ego. And with that no trace of ego, everything matters. It's not a matter of, you know, am I going to snap at you or are you going to snap at me? But it Everything matters. So everything is treated with that reverence. Everything is the Buddha, which was where the article came from. Yeah. Yeah, well, and yes, and when you said that, everything is treated with reverence, and then, then we get to experience ourselves being treated with reverence because that's the space, that's the attitude of mind we're in. 
Yeah. Yeah. Yes, exactly. That we yes. We're the recipients of that process that we're practicing. Yeah. 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 It's just Yeah, and it just feels like the um the opportunity is to continue to expand that. You know, well what else can I bring what else can I embrace in reverence? Yeah. Yes, yes. What else can I embrace in reverence? Where else is, is a trace being left that I'm not even realizing, right? It's just one, of, yeah. as you say, it's one of those things where when, we, when there's an invitation to look at something and we just keep looking, we see more and more and more and more. It gets bigger and bigger and bigger and the freedom gets bigger and bigger with that because, because the more presence there is, the less room there is for, that, for ego to be unconsciously kind of in control of places in our lives that we didn't see it. Yes. Yeah. There's less. Op- yeah. Less opportunity for ego to be con- in control in unconscious places. And as you were saying that, Jen, I was thinking of how, as we expand our awareness, we, we, you know, there's a caring for the environment. Like how, how, and what I doing, impacting the environment, and how can I modify my actions in a way to live more in harmony with my surroundings. Mm. Yeah, yeah, a la your example of needing to prop up something in the yard and then realizing, <laughs> well, let me just look around. What's, what's available to me right here in front of me? Yeah. Yes, oh my, never a dull moment. Never a dull moment, no. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, thanks, Anne, for being with us this afternoon to uh, talk about your experience and exploration. Oh, thank you. It's been really fun to look since I was invited. There's so much to see, and I will continue looking. Thank you so much. Oh, very good. All right. Thanks, Anne. Bye-bye. Go happy. Bye-bye. Go happy. And Michael, we'll turn the show over to you. Wonderful. Thank you, Jen, and thank you, Anne. Good afternoon, and welcome to Open Air with Sherry Huber. Good afternoon, Sherry. Michael, are you there? Yes, I am, and there you are. Oh, good. I was afraid I was muted, and I couldn't get back to the screen, and oh, my, oh, my. But there you are. Wow. Sounds like a nightmare. Like you always always are. You're right there. Doing my best. Each of us doing our best, huh? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, wasn't that just a marvelous conversation? Yes, yes, fabulous, fabulous. You know, uh, as I was listening, I thought, you know, to most of the world, now this is a projection, okay, and so I'll, I'll own it as a projection, but, you know, we both spend a lot of time around people, right? And I would yeah. say that for an awful lot of people, those two women would have sounded like complete lunatics. <laughs> huh? Right? That you're concerned yeah. about the flower, uh, that it didn't get to fulfill its purpose in the becoming the baked <laughs> good or that sort of thing. You know, that, that sounds lunatic, right? Um, and it, it answers the, the deep longing that, once again, I'm projecting, most human beings have to mm. be loved. Mm. Because when you put those two things together, when you appreciate everything, everything in your environment, the way they were describing, 
When you love everything in that way, you live in love. Mm. Yes. Right? I mean, that, yes. that's what it comes down to. Everything that you encounter, you, you appreciate. Everything you encounter, you love. Well, the love we feel, the love we get, is the love we give. And so <laughs> the whole world becomes love. And how far away we have been conditioned from that, that only certain things provide that experience for us. Only certain things, only certain people, only certain situations, only these specifics. And I have to have those specifics. And if I do, then I feel the way I want to feel. And I have the love I want to have. But otherwise, I don't. I have to live without they just laid out perfectly the perfect recipe for how to have exactly the life that I, again, project every human being wants. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm and glad they got you to... the... Um... Go, Go ahead. ahead. Finish that. I was, I was glad they got to leave no trace of ego because, yes. um, you know, yes. I could be militant about leaving no physical trace, but there would be a, 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 lot, a big ego trace behind me. So, yes. yeah. Uh, a lot of the, the uh, year long, right? I am, the, I am the, uh, the guy who just follows every rule and does yes. everything perfectly. It's just a yes. perfect human being, and I'm just so obnoxious that... Uh, I can't stand myself, right? And I'm certainly not feeling any of that love, right, that I get just through appreciating the rock that's going to hold up the whatever it is in my yard. Mm. Yes, yes, yes. And, and, and how sad, and whatever the combination of words is, that it's something so simple that with both of them, they said they knew this as little children. And then we get so far away from it that it, it, it sounds crazy if we hear people say, well, well, just love everything. You know, just love the, when you're cooking dinner, love everything that's left in the bowl for itself. Mm. Uh-huh. Okay. Let's throw a net <laughs> over that person, right? But it's, but it's the truth. Yes, yes. And I love what you always say about perfect people, that we all tie ourselves in a knot to be perfect people. And what do we think of perfect people? We can't stand them. We can't stand <laughs> them. They're so obnoxious. And yes. Yeah. 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 That's such a <laughs> and perfect again, setup. Yeah. It's one of those places where it's so obvious to us, but we've been conned by ego, of course into not recognizing it, being afraid even to consider it. Yes, yeah. And, and what a uh, relief to take off the straitjacket of trying to be a perfect person. Oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah, and just be a regular loving person. There, let's, yes. let's go for that. Because again, Michael, as you say, you know, it, we, none of us can stand perfect people, right? <laughs> but we all love the regular person who's just 
kind and yes. thoughtful and caring and we yes. love that person, but yes, we don't want to be do. that person. We want to be perfect. <laughs> yeah, what a con job, yes. huh? Wow, wow. Yeah. All right, I have All some right. announcements well, here. Should we transition oh, over good. to that? Yeah, that sounds good. Thank you. Sure. Reflective Listening Buddies is a powerful support for practicing awareness, requiring us to show up and be present every week for 30 minutes. This popular program begins a new quarter, October 15th. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Conditioned Mind works overtime to stop us from keeping commitments, no matter how big or small they are. The Keeping Commitments Buddy Program, starting October 15th, pairs participants with a buddy for accountability and support in practicing with our commitments. And yeah, for so these... Simple and, so simple and so marvelously supportive, both of them. Yes. It's hard. I mean, I know you've been doing these for, well, practically since they both started, right? Yes. Um, and and uh, it's just, you know, if you tried to explain to somebody what a difference something that small and that simple could make, they'd think, well, that just doesn't seem possible. But it is. Mm. Yes, it is. And it does make that difference. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And for these and other opportunities, visit livingcompassion.org. And a few reminders, if you'd like to talk with Sherry today, you can press star six and then one to make gas show and get in the queue and a conversation on one topic in about five minutes would be fabulous. And we have those people here now, Sherry. Shall All we right. Get started? Let's go. Yeah, thank okay. you. First caller, you are now live on the air, and would you please introduce yourself? Hey, Sherry and Michael. This is Sherry in San Francisco. Hi. Hi, Sherry. Hey, Sherry. What's going on? Oh, my gosh. I am in love with that flower in the bowl. I I was not that person who noticed that before, but now it is just so beautiful. Mhm. Mhm. Now, uh, 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 Sherry, Sherry, are you saying when you were a little kid you didn't notice it, but as you have uh, been a grown-up and and practiced awareness, that level of um, sensitivity to things has has grown in you? Yes and no. So yes, to the extent of I, you know, I don't want to waste the flower. But no to the level of beautiful reverence that I felt listening to that conversation. Uh-huh, yeah. I just yeah. said lo- the love, Yeah. Which, which there's love in you not wanting to waste things, but this is a different love, I feel. It is. It is. And you felt it, didn't you? Yeah. The other thing that, that dropped in that was so beautiful, it made me teary, which was that flower that got left in whatever bowl that was when, you know, Anne saw it as a child, 
Look at the purpose it serves today. It had it wow. has a whole <laughs> different purpose, right? Like, we think we oh, know, yeah. but we don't know what the purpose of anything is. Wow, that that is a stunning connection. All right, so now Anne, I've known Anne for a few decades, so I know she's a little ways away from that childhood experience, right? And yet, all this time later, that 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 flower, those those whatever those were that moved her in that way, are still affecting her today, and have now affected all of us. Have have given all of us that gift. That's thank you for that. That is that's that's gorgeous. Oh my gosh, it wasn't me, as you well know. It just fell into my head, like, just, <laughs> you know, like a yeah. beautiful gift. It falls into our head and then <laughs> falls out of our mouths, and there we are. <laughs> but man, I just, it, it just, I feel like it's like, this is our practice over and over again, right? Suddenly you're like, what? There's a door right there? What's behind that door, right? And it's like this huge, yeah. vast country behind that door. And I feel yeah. like that flower is is that for me today. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's a that's another beautiful uh, image because uh, I I was just talking with somebody about that recently. You know, one of the things that that I struggle with in, in practice um, in in working with people is the grip that ego has on people that when you see something new, it's a mistake, right? So you, you see a, a place that you've been insensitive or you, uh, you see how you were um, egocentric in some situation or you realize that you were unconscious. And, it, and it's immediately framed as a mistake. You've done something wrong. This is yeah. proof that you're not a good spiritual student, right? And, and the near impossibility of, uh, well, yeah, I mean, you can't because, you know, we, we, we see things when we see them. But to, to just say over and over, no, that is what awareness practice is. That is, you're supposed to be seeing things you've never seen before. <laughs> so, so, so that image that you just put uh, for us, you know, oh, there's a door. Now, I projected when you said that, that what you were indicating is that door has always been there. I've just never seen it. Now I see it. Oh, well, what's behind that door? And then you open the door and, and there's an entire world. There's this yeah. vast country to explore behind that door. It's not, it's not a mistake that you didn't see it before. It's not, it's an opportunity, right? It's, oh, how exciting. A door that I didn't know was there, and now I see it. And when we look at life as that kind of gift, which we're, we're all experiencing this evening, I project, uh, then, then life, again, is just full of, of gratitude and love because 
there's always something new to see. Yeah, yes, 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 right? Like, and, and believe me, conditioning did try to drag me down into some, you know, what's wrong with you? But I just, I was too delighted, frankly, to, you know, I couldn't be, there was no room for right. it because I was just, <laughs> right, I was so delighted. And, yeah. uh, you know, and it's, yeah. just, it's the same, I guess it's just the same thing, like just, Everything is in that flower in the bowl for me right now because it's like that wasn't a mistake, right? That little bit of flower that clung to the bowl however many years ago, like it it had such a big, beautiful purpose. And I think of all the things in my life that get labeled, right? That's a mistake I didn't see. That's a mistake I said that. That's a mistake I did that. We don't know. Oh, and it never is. It just never is a mistake. I mean, it's not, it's not possible, right? It, 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 which is what you're articulating, right? Because th- then I see something. There's a door. I didn't realize that was there. Now, it's true. If I fall for the, that was a mistake, you shouldn't have done that, you shouldn't have said that, that was wrong. Well, then I'm not going to see the door and I'm not going to open it. And, but someday I will. When the time yes. is right, I will. And, yes. you know, it doesn't matter if I'm the last one at the party. Oh, I'm at the party. Yes. Yes. Right? I'm at the party. Oh, I love that. And there's no way. I, can, I think I can guarantee this. There's no way anybody is going to miss the party. The party will still be going on when we get there because it's always going on. And just one last thing, and then I'll, I'll let other people on. But I, the other thing that just dropped in when you were saying that is that just because this particular door I just you know, opened today, I feel as if I can retroactively love all those little remnants of flower from all the other times. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Right? I didn't yep. lose that. I, I, I'm thinking nope. of, I mean, I've been thinking of them ever since I heard that. That's right. That's right. We can definitely retroactively love. And, yep. and you know, the kind of the blanket of that is, uh, is to be grateful for everything that has happened that has brought me to this moment. And and in that gratitude, there is love for it, what whatever it was. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Oh, thank you so much. Thank well, you. Well, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Go happy. <laughs> I will. Bye bye. Deep show. Bye bye. Thanks for joining us, Sherry. And I love that idea that there are all these doors that are being revealed to me one today and who knows how many more that i'm gonna come across yes and now we even have an image for it right Uh, and Mm. a language for it uh something new oh i've well i've never seen that before and to realize well that's a a door just opened (laughs) and (laughs) and to and to realize that when that door opens i'm a completely new person Mm. yeah 
It's fabulous. Isn't that fun? Yeah, it's great. Wow. It's great. And I have another caller here for us. All right. Next caller, you are now live on the air, and would you please introduce yourself? Hi, this is uh, Justin in Bear Valley. Hello, hey, Justin. Justin. What's going hey, on? Going? Uh, good, uh, good question. Um, I guess I've been in a little workshop around communication, and it uh, started this morning when I got a text from a, a good friend, and um, I mean, just very briefly, the content was something along the lines of, my good friend is in grad school, and he was making a comment that he has ADHD, and how it's making it really hard for him to study. And I really just saw, like, two ways to go with his text. One was kind of like a <laughs> a very on-my-throne spiel from, a, you know, um, that ADHD is just a label and blah, blah, blah. And the other way to go with it was kind of let <laughs> – yeah, it was going to be great, right? Uh, yeah, and it was going to yeah. go over super well, too. And he was going to be very right, he, Yeah, he was going to be so grateful. He was just, he was going to become a convert right there, right? Yeah, I'm, yeah I hear exactly. you. To, to Justin's whatever. Yeah, but the other one – the other way to go with it was to be uh, – let him be adequate to his own experience. And honestly, I, I towed the line between kind of both of them. Probably went more with the former, which is a good uh, learning experience. And he kind of responded like, you know, nothing, no one knows what it's like to be me or my experience. And then I responded. I was like – I saw it really clearly. I was like, yes, and, like, let me know how I can be there for you you know, if you're looking for a push, I can do that. Or if you're just looking for someone to listen and say, yeah, that sounds hard, I can be that too. Yeah. Yeah. What do you need from me? Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, I and, see how and that the answer might be seems, nothing. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> you might just need someone to, te- yeah, to, te- you know, to, to, yeah, to text or to, to say that mm-hmm. to you. Yeah, I'm having yeah. a hard time. Mm-hmm. Right, and it seems like we're never given the option to ask. I mean, this is kind of this is this is really good. Kind of going back to the communication with with Zen and you guys with living compassion, but like we're never given the option to ask the person like what you know what what do you yeah what do you need from me like how do you because I don't know the right way to respond to this right. There's a million ways I can respond, and just uh-huh. asking that question seems to be very freeing. Yes, on, on both sides, right? It, it, it could really throw your friend. Right, because as you say, that just doesn't happen to people. Uh, but how freeing for you, because you don't, you you don't have to do anything, right? You don't right. have to come up with anything. You don't have to be cute. You don't have to be smart. You don't have to be wise. You don't have to anything. Just well, what what uh, it, can can I help? Do you need anything? What? Yeah. Yeah, and as you're yeah. saying that, it kind of I, I I was seeing how presence is so malleable in the sense that it can take so many different forms. I can you can be so many things when you're present in so many different forms, as opposed to the rigidity of ego. You know, you need to you need to be the perfect listener. You need to be the person who's going to get this guy to blah blah blah, right? But presence allows for right. so much more flow, right? Well, yes, and and Justin, just the way you laid that out. The, it, the two choices are, this is going to be about your friend, or this is going to be about your ego. Because, <laughs> right? you know, I, I, I have to be, I, okay, you've asked me this question now, or you've made this statement to me, or whatever it is. Now I have to be the perfect person. Really? How did, how did your life 
become about right. me being perfect. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's so good. When you said that, I saw it so clearly. It, I mean, it's the definition of egocentricity, right? My friend's having a hard problem with ADHD, but no, it's actually about me, according it's, to, you know, ego, and that's the yeah. way to look at it. <laughs> yeah. 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 And, yeah. And no wonder, then, people are not really thrilled with our <laughs> uh, response to them, right? Because, I mean, we all know that feeling when somebody just makes our life about them, um, you know, it doesn't feel good at all. Right. And that's how they, and that's how they react. That's how they react. And then of course, if I'm completely ego identified, then, uh, you know, I don't understand why, you know, I've given you this great (laughs) direction for your life and, you're acting like a snot, and uh, so you know maybe we maybe really we shouldn't be friends anymore because uh, there's just you've got you've just got too much going on. Right. Yeah, and we miss the whole the whole thing. And one last thing is like how 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 boring is it to listen to the to listen to our ego talk? Like, why not take on your I don't know why not listen and be curious to your friend? That is so much more interesting. What's going on with him? Because I don't know what's going on with him. Let's listen to that as opposed to this insane, old, boring ego story. Like, you can recite this verbatim. Like, why would we want to listen to that? Why would I want to listen to that? Yes. Yeah. And that is a really good point because you don't have ADHD and you're not in graduate school right now. Right? And so that would be a really interesting conversation to have as, as you point out, compared to the one that we have all the time. Yeah. 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 Well, okay, great. A lot of chances to practice with that communication. It's an, it's, it's an ongoing good one. Uh, yeah. So reflectively, it, it really buddy. is, isn't it? I heard Michael's yeah. pitch. Yeah. Good, a good one to sign up for. So I'm, I'm there. <laughs> yeah. 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 We can't have too much practice with that, can we? It's just, no, uh, we, really can't. we just can't. Yeah. No. All right. Well, yeah. thank you, All Justin. Right. Right. Yeah. Thank you guys. Thanks, Michael. Thanks, Sherry. Okay. You're welcome. Thanks for joining us, Justin. Sherry, I I love all of that communication stuff and the communication book and the issues that come up around it. It feels like, for me, when I communicate, it's it's like a barometer of where I am. (laughs) Yes. Whether I'm identified or more centered. Oh, what a really great point. You can listen to yourself, <laughs> right, and yes. and and get a sense. Yeah, yeah. Which again, mm. we're not supposed to do, right? We're not right. actually technically yes. supposed to be listening to ourselves. Um, mm. yes. We're supposed to be listening to a conversation with ego about the communication. <laughs> True. Yes. Yes. Yes, so true. Mm-hmm. So true. Yeah, but when you listen to yourself, then then as if you're listening to somebody else, which you know it, it does take quite a bit of presence, right? Mm. So you and I are yes. in a conversation and you are you're listening to me. You're aware of what's going on inside your head. Mm-hmm. You're listening to what you're saying. Mm-hmm. You're aware of my reaction to what you're saying your reaction to my reaction, 
<laughs> how you're being influenced and affected by that conversation in your head. Mm. I mean, there's a lot going on. There is a lot going on. And actually what dropped in as you were talking to Justin for communication is to talk about myself and don't blame. And with those two things, uh -huh. I, could, I can avoid a lot of potholes, probably not all of them, but um, it's fascinating. Yeah. Own, your own, own your own experience. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, and don't blame other people for your experience. Yeah, that's, those are two, <laughs> two good, good mottos to live by, right? Yeah. Yes, yes. My experience is my experience. My mm. life is not anybody's fault. Yes. And there we go. And it's not my fault. Mm. Right. There is no fault. Yeah. Wow. Mm -hmm. I don't think we'd go far in politics with... Uh... Oh, no, no, I don't. No, no, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, without faulting oh, that's someone. that's okay. Yeah, yeah. That, but that's okay with me. How about you? I'm, <laughs> yes, I'm, that's I'm fine. Good that. yeah. That's yeah. fine. Yeah. All right, Sherry, we're going to break here and hear from our recording and listening program and then come back and talk with more callers. All right, good. Thank you. Thank you. Recording and listening is one of the most powerful tools for ending suffering. RL is based on a radical idea that rather than being lost in a conversation in conditioned mind, we can live in a conversation about what's true, what's real, what's arising in life in the moment. With recording and listening, we develop the powerful skill of directing the attention, enabling us to access the wisdom, love, and compassion that is our authentic nature. We have two RL classes to train in this amazing tool and experience its benefits. The first is a five-week experiential class designed for newcomers and old-timers alike. We'll do exercises together in class to learn the techniques. Then between classes, we'll practice those techniques. The second, True Reflections, lasts six weeks and builds on the first class, assisting us to further cultivate a friendship of a lifetime that will support us through the undulations of a human existence. These courses are offered quarterly. Please check the website and look for announcements for upcoming start dates. Experience the joy of presence with the support of recording and listening. Welcome back to Open Air. And Sherry, let me find the queue here. All right. Okay, there's the queue. All right, here we go. Next caller, you are now live on the air, and would you please introduce yourself? Hi, Jill in Philadelphia. Hi, Jill. Hey, Jill. Hey there. What's going on? Well, I'm a little stuffed up. I just sneezed. Thank goodness I wasn't unmuted. You know, 90 <laughs> seconds ago. <laughs> um, so, um, yeah, I'm, I can actually hear it now. And, and so, um, a little stuffed up. I'm, I'm one of my favorite chairs is causing me to sneeze, and I just had it cleaned, and it's still happening. So, um, yeah, more investigation. Jill, you sound a little kind of like in an echo chamber. Um, 
new earbuds on the computer? No, I have earbuds, but let me um, let me get off them and see if that works. Okay, I'm. How's this? Oh, perfect, <laughs> perfect. Now, what was it? A chair that caused you to sneeze? Well, it's the funniest thing when I sit in this chair, my favorite chair. I just have a sneezing attack, and so I had it cleaned. And um, I, it was great for two days, and now um, I just sat in it, and um, we're, we're back to square one. <laughs> oh, so, my goodness. I'm, I'm not quite sure um, what's happening with that. It might be the ragweed that's uh, really bad here on the East Coast right now. So Yeah, um, so don't blame the chair quite yeah. yet. <laughs> yeah, it would be awful to get rid of your favorite chair and you just keep sneezing in your new, not as favorite chair. Yeah, I know. It did occur to me that I do like to have the window open when it's breezy, but when it's breezy, it also means the pollen's flying around. So um, uh, there's that. Um, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, not that's not why I put myself in the queue. Um, (laughs) um, I wanted to well I have had so many practice um, successes recently I just feel so grateful and um, I'm also doing keep keep the commitment keep commitments text and it's just been Uh extraordinary Um, but I started doing this thing the other day that I just really enjoy which is um, I wrote I, I wrote down a bunch of questions to ask myself, sort of how's it going with this? How's it going? So how's it going with work, or how's it going with that thing that was, you know? Um, mm-hmm. And um, and so every morning for the past, I guess it's four days now. I just there's a, I'm up to like 40 questions now. Um, I've just been asking myself. So how's it going? Um, and um, it's just so helpful for me uh, because it's, I noticed, um, uh, you know, I'm trained, of course, t- to think everything's fine and things aren't a big deal. But when these questions come to me directly, I can feel in my body if there's something going on that's not... Um, mm. that, that, that can't be... Or that's not quite articulated or it hasn't really you know, been classified in, you know, ego's mind as like a something that needs attention, but it needs attention. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, I, I, I mean, mm-hmm. it is just so amazing to tick through these questions and just feel the different sensations in the body that come up around <laughs> each one. And I'm just laughing because, yeah, just well, how, yeah, go ahead. Well, it just, of course, it reminds me of the conversation with Justin, right? Exactly. Uh, exactly. Yeah, I mean, you're only you're, you're being with Jill like he's being with his friend. Um, and, and so I, I, I'm curious, of course. So you ask a question, and there's, there's nothing, right? It seems like, and it, I guess that's a, then sort of a signal that, well, I guess everything is fine with that. But then something gets triggered and you realize that even if you'd been thinking about it, you probably wouldn't have been aware of that. But the direct question, and then you're looking, right? There's the question and you're mm-hmm. looking, 
for mm-hmm. the answer. And so mm-hmm. you feel that, whatever that is, and then what? What, do you, what happens next? Well, what is so interesting is that so far, what, what's been happening is I go through the questions, I have a recording, I'm doing this on the recorder, so I answer on the recorder, and then I listen to the recording, and then I just do, and that's kind of the end of it. Later on so in the like day... So it's like a two-handed. It's like a two-handed... Um, but uh-huh. what, cause what happens to me sometimes with two handers is I, you know, I, I'm, um, everything just goes so subterranean. Um, mm. and that this thing, this thing of just doing it over and over, same questions for, you know, I mean, I've been practicing a while. I, I'm pretty much know where the sort of trouble spots are and, um, because they can kind of like sneak around, you know, and um, mm-hmm. move around mm-hmm. underground. And so, and anyway, it's just, I, I mean, I'm new into doing this, but it's just, I can already tell, I don't know, it's, make, it's bringing a lot of joy. And, um, you know, that's always a good sign that something's working. Um, and, uh, yeah, well, I'm just finding it really fun, yeah. Because it's, not, it's also well, not heavy. It's not like, a, you know, sometimes I hit one, I'm like, eh, I don't want to talk about that right now, you know. Like, <laughs> so it's not uh-huh. like everyone is, um, I'm like, eh, I don't know how I feel about that. So it's not like everyone is uh, uh, um, exploration, but there are some that I'm arriving at where I'm like, oh, wow, I wouldn't have seen that if I didn't, if I hadn't done this. Right, well, and... Uh, there's just so much about this. I mean, uh, it, it's an interested, um, affectionate mm-hmm. sort exactly. of exactly right. Uh, and yeah. and it's why it's why we want to have good friends who will ask mm-hmm. us that kind mm-hmm. of question, right? Mm-hmm. But when it's somebody else, very often uh, we go to our head to answer, mm-hmm. which is different from what you're doing so there's this Mm -hmm. this caring affectionate interested question and you can be right there i mean you're playing both roles Mm -hmm. right and so Mm -hmm. so there's the there's the uh caring person asking the question and then you're right there in the body of the person who's going to answer that question Mm -hmm. uh the person who's living the experience so it it gets very subtle Mm -hmm. then Mm-hmm. in a way that it would probably be pretty difficult to get in touch with otherwise. And yet, I think this is part of what you're, you're saying about this, it, it's that subterranean stuff mm-hmm. is still affecting you. Mm-hmm. Right? It's not like because you're not conscious of it moment by moment, it's not having an influence. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I... I, um, I'm not sure if I'm exactly switching back and forth because the questions are written down and though I am saying them aloud, it does sort of feel like the an- just the answerer is present. But another thing you said was, that was interesting uh, and I hadn't seen before, but it's, yeah, that the, the, um, it's just sort of the wear, the subterranean, it's just the wearing away. It is the repetition of the yeah. same questions every day and um and it's it just yeah i don't know i don't know there's something about it that's bringing it up to the surface it's bringing it up to the surface because the first day maybe nothing and it oh i remember what i was going to say is that sometimes when i do two-handed um it feels like 
somebody has to say something about this because the question is being asked or it's the issue or, you know, it seems like that the person who experiences the difficulty with it, I can't find her. She's just not there right now. And so mm-hmm. ego can come in and start, like, going on about whatever. But for some reason with these questions, I can hear the variety of relationship that, um, the, that I have with all of these things, and it can just sort of, um, I don't know, just, just bring to the surface the ones that are making me suffer, basically, right now, underground. Yeah. right now, um, right yeah. now. Exactly. Yeah. And it, because it, it points to uh, conditioning's ability to, to move around. Exactly. Right? So it, yes. there, today it's this or this afternoon it's exactly. this and then it, that's gone. And, but it's, it's under there and, and it's, it is uh, affecting our behavior, right? Exactly. And how we feel in our life. And the other thing that I, I want to underline because I, I think it's really important, even though the question is written down and it's, it's, um, you know, the question itself is, uh, it just seems like, well, you, you know, you could have picked that up on the subway and, and read it, <laughs> you know. But the point is that the person, the, the person who wants to do this, that's the affectionate, mm-hmm. caring friend. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that's the mentor. Mm-hmm. Mhm. Yeah. Right. Somebody, somebody who is endlessly interested in you, mm-hmm. wants you to be free, wants you to be happy, mm-hmm. wants you to feel loved and cared about. That 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 is what is asking those questions. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I just have a huge smile on my face because I'm just in touch with the experience of doing this hearing you say that and it's really it's it's undoubtedly um that's that's what it is but the questions are so personal they're so specific to me that it is i mean it's just kind of funny yeah it's just obvious you know that they're that the questions are being asked by somebody who cares and um and knows um, you and knows right? me intimately no, knows yes. you intimately and yes. Loves you unconditionally. Yep, and loves me unconditionally and really wants to know how's it going. Um, Yes. And and then to to listen back to them and, you know, hear day to day to day. You know, I listened to three in a row um, today and just to hear the changes, you know, like something that was sort of a source by yesterday completely gone today. But that doesn't mean that it doesn't need um, somebody to hear it. Um, That's right. That's right. That, that's yeah. exactly it. And again, uh, you, you know, this whole process points to how powerful recording and listening is. Yes. Because we always say, you know, it's the person who wants to talk with you at 3 a.m. Mm-hmm. when you can't sleep. And mm-hmm. uh, it, it's, it's the, the realization that we are never alone, that mm-hmm. unconditional love is always mm-hmm. available to us. Mm. All we have to do is turn our mm. attention to it. And yeah. that's what you're doing with this throughout the day, not just at 3 a.m. when you can't sleep, but all day long, every day. Yeah. Somebody, somebody uh, it has access, feels embraced in that unconditional love. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a, it's what awareness practice is all about. It's what ending suffering is all about. Yes, that's what I'm like. Yeah, it's just ringing all those bells of like, oh wow, this is it. Like that, there is a person mm-hmm. who can who's being heard. That 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 who's having these lived experiences. That um, um, yeah, that that someone is there with her. And yeah, it's really yeah. been um, yep. remarkable. Um, so, well, I'm so glad I get a chance to share this new little yeah, thing I'm too. trying out me here. Me too. It's wonderful. Um, and, and I bet there are other people out there who are going to start doing this, which is <laughs> great. <laughs> right? It, it, hopefully it'll become a whole deal. We'll call yeah. it the Jill. <laughs> the Jill. Now do the Jill. <laughs> I'm doing the Jill. <laughs> All oh, right. Funny. Thank you, Jill. Um, well, great to talk to you, Sherry. And, um, yeah, take good care. And, um, you yeah. too. All right. Take, yeah, go good happy. night. Okay, good night. Go yeah. happy. Thanks for joining us, Jill. And, yeah, that was a fabulous conversation, Sherry. I love the creativity. And as you were talking about, it can only come from, from love, from the mentor, that yes. desire to, to ask these questions. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it, it, yeah, it really is awareness practice in action. And uh, yeah, it's gorgeous. Beautiful. Great. Love it. Love it. And we have another caller here. All right. Next oh, caller. You are now live on the air. And would you please introduce yourself? Hi, it's Karen here in California. Hi, Karen. Well, hello, Karen. Hi. What's My going on? Well, what a fun um, uh, radio show this has been. I just it's, it's just taken me so many places, and um, starting with the flower and the purpose of the flower. And for me, I just feel like it explains so much of of um, how I do things and. It just it gave an explanation of, of oh, even just caring Karen, for things. I know what you mean. Right. Yeah. It, it it it's that place of oh, I know that experience. I yeah. never I never thought about it quite like that. No. Right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And um yeah, and it just I don't know. It just opened up a lot of um, new places, and that's I I really want to listen back to all that. That was just beautiful, all the places that Anne and you and Sherry went, and it was just beautiful. Everything's been, of course. I I've, I've been seeing things and everything, and what what I was going to um, talk about for myself is that a place that I've been practicing, and that somebody said something. It might have been last week or a couple weeks ago. I don't remember, but I just remember about um, practicing being with discomfort. And and I don't. I mean, it could be physical, but it's. um, That's not what I'm talking about right now. But um, just being with discomfort. And for me, the commitment buddies program brings up a lot of that and for ego I think I'm sure it's ego that's uncomfortable and um and it gave me Karen Karen yeah Karen can you say a little about that what what um uh, yeah it's um well it's let's see um 
well, okay, I'm going to say ego. I'm going to change all the eyes to ego. Ego doesn't think I'm very good at it. And I always manage to have the phone somewhere in the house and don't hear it when the alarm goes off that I need to text um, to send the text, and then I miss it. And um, and so there's just there's just lots of opportunities. Or I never got I didn't get to that commitment. What was there and just such enthusiasm in the morning, the way the day progressed, whatever that was might not have happened. And the discomfort was sending the text of saying, um, I did not keep, I didn't keep my commitment today. Or um, the discomfort of just realizing I didn't send the text or whatever that is. But training was sitting with just being with the discomfort uh -huh. of it. And, uh -huh. um, well, and, and Karen, Karen, Karen. Uh, before you go on, okay, the power of that to me is what you're seeing is ego's discomfort. Yes. It's really getting caught doing what it does to you, right? I mean, you, yeah. you're seeing, you're yeah. seeing how ego is manipulating the situation, distracting, uh, how... It, Right? So totally. all, what you're supposed yes. to do is just uh, mess up and feel bad, mess up and feel bad, mess yeah. up and feel bad. And it's all about you. But yeah. you're seeing, wait a minute, <laughs> I'm the one who wants to do this. And I'm seeing how ego is orchestrating this unhappiness. And it doesn't like to be observed. No, it doesn't. And I mean, if for no other reason, it's a really good reason for me to keep signing up for the oh, yeah. buddies because oh yeah, um, yeah because ego just squirms so much with it, and yeah. um, you know, it's it's just so interesting right there in the morning when I'm thinking, okay, my commitment today, and you know, that's a fun process, but ego's right there saying. You know, I yeah, you're not going to do it. Yeah, you're not going to do it, or you don't really, you know, like what are you doing? And just yep. so it's just, yep. and then of course I can see the process everywhere, and um, but it's just this a little. It's that maybe a little bit like what was talked about. It's that repetitive. It's every day for three months, yeah. seven days yeah. a week. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ego hates that kind of scrutiny. It's just yeah. So it's so I've been, um, but it's helped me in other places too. It's just helped me in a lot of places because it's like um, this is part of practice is learning to sit with the discomfort and not have to do anything about it and not have to make it wrong or make it anything but just learning to just just oh okay I can just be with the discomfort of it and um, yes it's just as helpful yes me. well especially the way you're seeing it that it's ego's discomfort because yeah. you, you know part of that kind of thing so I say you know um, I'm going to sit for 15 minutes today and then ego talks me out of it Right? I never yeah. think about it. I don't think about it all day long. 
<laughs> and then at the end of the day, it's time to say whether I did it or not, and I have to say I didn't. Now, ego, ego wants that all to happen in the dark, yes. right? That's just between you and ego. You know, this stranger, whoever that is out there, doesn't need to be a part of this. But you, you want to do it. And you realize that that, that conditioned process is keeping you from doing what you want to do. Yeah. Because you do want to do it. Yeah. And so after a while, you know, it, we kind of, it's that get up on our back legs and, and just say to ego, no, no, I am sick of this. Don't, don't give me this discomfort, crapola, right? I, I am going to do what I say I'm going to do, and you're not going to stop me. Now, of course, it's going to just really <laughs> crank everything up to try to stop you because now, now it's a pitch battle, right? It, it, does this life belong to you or does it belong to ego? That's, that's where we are with this now. And it doesn't matter if it takes three months, six months, nine months, a year, whatever. Sooner or later, you're going to win and it's going to lose. Because that's just how it is. If you, if you stay with it, you can't possibly lose. It will. Yeah. Right? And then yeah. you'll wake up in the morning and say, I'm going to sit for 15 minutes today. And you will sit for 15 minutes. And if you don't, it will be because something <laughs> extraordinary happened and you'll just go, well, yeah, of course I didn't sit today. My gosh. I mean, you know, <laughs> where we live, you know, I had to evacuate. So, <laughs> so uh, yeah, I didn't sit today. And there's no, there's no conversation, no hard feelings, no, no anything. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. there's just no charge around it. Um, That's exactly right, because you you trust yourself. You know that you have gone through every step that was required so that when you say you're going to do something, you're going to do it, and ego is not going to mess with you. Well... That's what I. That is what I'm working on, and I'm. That's it. And I'm letting ego squirm. I mean, it's time right. for ego to squirm, and because it, it, you know, it just wants to put the kibosh on everything. And, that's it. Um, so anyway, so that. And in that, fact, you can ahead. learn to enjoy. You can learn to enjoy it squirming. Yeah. Go ahead. Be uncomfortable. Yeah. Be uncomfortable, ego. In fact, get so miserable that you decide to move out. That's okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll help you pack. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it and it could even just I mean and it could be I mean it's things lots of things not related to commitment buddies. It's just that it was just that whenever that was talked about in practice, and I don't remember what the context was, but um, I it just. It just that's just what dropped in for me and what I've sort of been working with. But it could be something like getting a text that I don't want and then just sitting with the discomfort, not having to do anything about it, not having to just being with it. So it can be, but it's just so good because I get to see this particular discomfort of ego on a regular basis. So... Well, yeah, what you're describing really is 
why we do awareness practice, right? Because, because we do want to constantly put ourselves in situations where ego squirms so that, yeah. so that we, we just practice. We just, okay, all right, there's discomfort. Am I going to die of it? Odds are good I won't. Okay, I'm just going to sit still with it until it doesn't bother me anymore. I don't care if there's discomfort there. I don't have to be unhappy if there's discomfort there. You know, we had a wonderful conversation. I'm sure you, you were there for it this morning. You know, the, the physical pain and that, yes. that, mm-hmm. that realization that I can, be, I can simultaneously be in physical pain and be perfectly happy. Yes. Both, yeah. of those can be, both of those can be going on at the same time. Now, ego, conditioning, of course, wants that to be an impossibility. If, if there's physical pain, if I've done something uh, that, my, uh, that conditioning says is wrong or unfortunate or unskillful or nasty or whatever it is, then I, I have to be unhappy. And what we're proving to ourselves is, no, I don't. No, I don't. Yeah. And as you say, you just sit still through it. Sit still through it. There you are. You're perfectly fine. I'm fine. You may not be happy yet, right? But mm-hmm. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm on my way to happy. Right? I know I'm all right. Everything is okay. That's what's going on. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. It's yeah. a huge part of practice, isn't it? It it really is. And um and it, I guess I, for me, I was so surprised to find out it's all. It, I thought I thought they were two separate things: physical pain, and you know, and uh, psychological discomfort. But I realized it's all about the conversation in the head and the yeah. physical discomfort. Yes. There's no problem with it when there's not the conversation about it. And for me. For me, because I've practiced so much with body things, that has mm-hmm. informed, you know, the psychological um, or what, you know, yeah, I don't know what you would mental. call it, but mental, mental emotional, yeah. yeah, mental, emotional suffering. And mm-hmm. um, so anyway, but I, so that's what I've been working with is just for whatever reason, there's been some discomfort for me. Well, and, yeah, uh, and, and Karen... You know, to tie it into the conversation that was just that we were just having, um, it, it, you know, to to be in that uh, whatever the situation is, right? Whatever is going on, and to be in the company of somebody uh, who is interested in us, cares about us, um, uh, wants to be with us. Yeah. It's a it's a completely different situation when we're actually present. So there's somebody going through what historically she's experienced as discomfort and there's somebody there with her who is just there with her as this is going on. It's yeah. a completely different experience, isn't it? Yes, it really is. It mm-hmm. really truly is. Yeah. So. All right. Anyway, well, thank, thank you. you for that. Thank you. Gosh All up. right. Go happy. Gosh thank you. Go happy. Thanks for joining us, Karen.
and Sherry, we are just about at the top of the hour here. And that was another fabulous conversation. I'm telling you, we are having them, aren't we? It's it incredible. Is, it is great. It, yeah. yeah. It really is, isn't it? I, I, I'm, I'm pretty much in awe um, of, of where, this, where we are as a Sangha, the kinds of, of yes. uh, experiences that people are having and the, yes. what they're talking about and how it's, how it's just taking us to new places in every direction and we're all getting to go. Uh, it's really, it's marvelous. We're, it is yeah, marvelous. We're really, really fortunate. Yeah, yeah, All right. we are. Well, thank you, sir. So thank appreciate you. it. Me too. All right. Go happy. Talk to you soon. Go happy. Go happy. <laughs>